0: Hello fellow rebel Capitalists. hope you're well. So <laughs> it has happened. You thought it wasn't possible, but it has become reality. The libertarian wins in Argentina. Let's dive into the details as to what happened and maybe some of his policies and then try to answer the question, is now the time to invest in Argentina? Are they going to be the next economic powerhouse, for heaven's sakes, with all of this free market capitalism that's going to rain down on the country? Well, well, (laughs) I mean, it's really exciting stuff at the end of the day, but I think there's a lot of nuance that we've got to think through. Let's get into this article, and first, let's look at how the mainstream media boo is covering this, and as you can and as you can imagine they're trying to paint him to be some sort of crazed lunatic, so Argentina elects shock therapy libertarian Javier melee and uh, some of the other we'll get into this in a second, but some of the other uh some of the other stories on cNBC were like trump loving. Uh, melee new president you know, they just try to do anything they can to smear him, to make him seem like he's some sort of just, you know, lunatic that is just completely derailed. And if we go down this path, it's going to make things much, much worse. That's always the kind of implicit vibe that you get from the mainstream media. At least that's what we're getting from CNBC. And actually this is via, uh, this is CNBC, but it's actually Reuters. So, Key talking points here. Official results showed Mele, hopefully I'm pronouncing his name right, with uh, near 56% votes versus 44% for his rival, Peronist, econ- which means Keynesian, basically, and socialist economy uh, minister Sergio Massa. Melee is pledging economic shock therapy, including shutting the central bank, ditching the peso, and slashing spending. Sounds pretty good to me. He'll have a total, or he'll have to deal with $44 billion in debt, which the IMF, uh, with the IMF, inflation nearing 150%, and dizzying array of capital controls. So here's where I think nuance is very important. Because if he was a dictator, well, okay, he might be able to, let's say he's a benevolent dictator that we disagreed with his policies. All right, well, I think that's a different set of probabilities when you're looking at the future of the Argentinian economy Then, looking at him as a politician that I don't know how it works in Argentina, but I assume there's a lot of checks and balances and he's going to be bumping heads with a lot of people in politics. And I don't know if he's going to be able to institute a lot of his or implement a lot of his ideas, but I'm, I'm, I'm obviously open. I'm obviously excited about this to begin with. And I think what's super exciting is even if this doesn't pan out and even if he isn't able to implement a lot of these policies that I think would be very good, the fact is people are willing to vote to get rid of the central bank. I mean, that's effectively what they've done. 56% of the people have voted for a guy that wants to get rid of their central bank. And I don't think the Fed really is part of our monetary system. You guys know that. But I do think they distort the economy tremendously, maybe not mechanically, with the exception of bailouts. But they definitely distort the economy when it comes to their psychological operations. So I, I think that we, the world, would be a better place without the central bank. The world, obviously, uh, if you're someone who believes in free markets, I don't know how that is consistent with a central bank when they're trying to trying to manipulate the most important price in the entire economy, and that's the price of money. And that's not to mention all the other things that they do to create these economic distortions, which inevitably hurt the poor and middle class because it reduces the wealth in the economy because we're less efficient, therefore we're producing fewer goods and services. And by definition, wealth is goods and services or how efficiently an economy can create stuff it's not dollars it's not bitcoin it's not gold it's not real estate even at the end of the day although there's obviously a lot of utility there okay so let's keep going oh here's that title trump admiring populist <laughs> oh it's just it's comical how they spin this and how they try to smear these people that they disagree with politically it's it's just Is there a person on earth that still believes the mainstream media isn't partisan, that believes that the mainstream media is objective and their main mission is just to tell you what's going on in the news? I mean, show me that person. I mean, geez, at at least they're open about it now, or at least it's so they're not open about it, but at least it's so obvious that I think pretty much everyone now in the United States and outside the United States gets it. So they're just going on about quotes from uh, the guy that lost. I, mean, I don't think that's really important. And then they go into talking about how some of the people have responded. Quotes, um, again, not important. So his background, for those of you who don't know, is uh, he's an economist, former TV pundit. He's very well known for being a libertarian. I mean, he sounds like Ron Paul, quite frankly. Uh, at least his, his, the views that I've read are are... Seem to be very consistent with uh, Ron Paul's message back when he was uh, prior to retiring. Uh, He's anti-abortion. And, you know, again, I don't know what that means because when someone on CNBC says he's anti-abortion, well, that might mean that he doesn't want to kill babies one day prior to them being born. So I don't know if he's anti-abortion or not. I think, again, that requires some nuance there. Favors looser gun laws and criticized Pope Francis. A guy like that. He used to carry a chainsaw and a symbol of his planned cuts, but shelved it in recent weeks to help boost his moderate image. <laughs> like, that's fantastic. But notice how they said cuts, and they left it very ambiguous. And I think they did that intentionally, the media. Because, again, they're taking any opportunity they can to make him sound like a lunatic. But what they're really talking about is his planned budget cuts, his budget cuts. I think they purposely left out that word, budget. Melee struck an uneasy alliance with conservatives, which boosted his support. Uh, But here you go. This is the nuance that I want to talk about. Because, again, if he's dictator and he could just wave a magic wand, well, that's one thing. But he's not. So I don't know if he's going to be able to implement these policies. Uh, We'll have to see how this plays out. What I want to do over the next week is get people on the Rebel Capitalist show who are actual experts in Argentina. Uh, One of my good friends and my partner in Rebel Capitalist Pro, Chris McIntosh, has been investing in Argentina for the past three or four years. And for those of you who were on that webinar that I did in Rebel Capitalist Pro Friday, uh... One of the very famous hedge fund managers that I uh, speak to quite often, and I'm I'm good buddies with in St. Barts is, uh, or was back in the 1990s, one of the top emerging market hedge fund managers in the world. And he has done a lot of business and a lot of investing in Argentina. So obviously he's, he's, he won't be coming on the channel He's not willing to do that because he likes to keep a very low profile. But I will be texting him and asking him his opinion on what's happening there and maybe some of the investment opportunities and then relaying that information to you guys. And then with Chris, I'm going to try to get him on the channel so we can do a deep dive or at least get him on to get his overall views of like the next five years and what may play out in the Argentinian economy and what will also play out, hopefully, with uh, their stock market. Hey, guys. I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out of control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So getting back to kind of some of the roadblocks he has here, it says he faces a highly fragmented Congress with no single block having the majority, meaning that he will need to get backing from other factions to push through legislation. So see, that's where you know, him wanting to dollarize and wanting to get rid of the central bank. He he may have some issues with that. That may temper some of the more radical proposals. And I I like how they don't list what the radical proposals are, because then you would see that they're not that radical. (laughs) Like I'm sure they would say, uh, you know, looser gun laws. Well, that's, you know, that would, in their mind, that would categorize as radical Right? or getting rid of the central bank radical I don't know that that's radical is is free market capitalism a radical idea to 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 who maybe to someone in in China or maybe to someone in a communist country and not saying that they're strictly communist you know a lot of their policies are more free market than we have in the United States but it, it might be radical to a north Korean <laughs> I mean, that's a better example but it should but Look, free market capitalism should not be radical to anybody in the West, especially in the United States, for heaven's sakes. And that's just what we're talking about. Let the free market set interest rates. Let the free market provide liquidity. And if an entity needs to be bailed out, well, then they should go bust. This should not be a radical idea. Long-suffering voters have are likely to have little patience, and threat of social unrest is never far below the surface um okay i I would agree with that let's get over to zero hedge because they're going to do a better job of outlining the facts here without the the smear campaign and the spin from the mainstream media let me zoom in so anti-woke central bank nemesis wins argentina's presidential election probably should have just started with zero hedge (laughs) <laughs> now that I think about it. Okay, him man. Tucker Carlson here. Argentina's next president could be uh, Mele. Who is he? Who, we traveled to Buenos Aires, speak to him to find out. Oh, that would be cool. I didn't know he did that. That should be really fun to watch. So as most of you know, they've had massive hyperinflation in Argentina. And one of his main proposals was to dollarize the economy. Now, one thing I will say, as far as an editorial here, I think it's funny that a lot of the people in the libertarian and sound money space in the United States uh, are very pro-melee. Uh, and uh, you know they're super excited. I would say people in the gold space and the Bitcoin space and whatnot. And I do think it is, is rather ironic <laughs> <laughs> that these are all the people that not just hate the dollar, but they think the dollar is going to hyperinflate Within the next two years that the the dollar is gonna be like toilet paper, but yet they're very, very excited about a guy winning the election that wants to actually use or change the national currency to the United States dollar. I think that uh juxtaposition is is quite amusing to say the least. So let's uh Javier Melee musical is gonna be okay. why are we? History has been made. Oh, that's pretty cool. I don't know if that's Photoshop or that's an actual real picture. It's him standing in front of the don't tread on me flag. That's really cool. Prosperity ahead for Argentina. Uh, Elon Musk tweeted that. And I want to be realistic about this. Obviously, we hope for the best. And we hope that Argentina does implement this free market capitalist approach. And they do reap... The benefits. I mean, think about how devastating this hyperinflation has been for the poor and middle class, especially. So we always hope for the best, but again, we want to look at this through the lens of probabilities and just being a realist. And I, I think that we're going to have to see how this plays out, and that's why I'm excited to get someone like Chris on, who has been doing a deep dive on this and has boots on the ground experience to try to determine you know what the probabilities are that they actually move closer to free market capitalism and um and then what the probabilities are that they quite frankly don't implement free market capitalism but implement some policies that could be even dis- more disruptive to the overall economy and also from a political standpoint i think it's important to realize that although long-term a lot of his policies would be very beneficial, short-term they, they might cause some massive, massive economic pain. And then the question becomes, are the people that voted for him, are they gonna turn on him very, very quickly? As an example of dollarizing. Okay, when you dollarize an economy, it, it, it doesn't just happen in a vacuum. <laughs> there are a lot of knock-on effects To doing that. Now, I would argue the benefits would far, far, far outweigh the costs. So, when you're looking at it in terms of trade offs, which you should always do, it, it would have some negative impacts, but the positive impacts would far outweigh those. But, you know, to what extent and how will that impact him politically? I think these are the questions that we need to answer. Argentinian Donald Trump, so not even close. Not even I don't know how you're you're I don't know how you're making that connection. Maybe uh, he's the Argentinian Donald Trump as far as being an outsider. I would agree with that. But as far as his policies, they're they're basically the opposite of Donald Trump. I'm talking about his economic policies. So now let's get over to some market reaction guys. I wanted to include what's happening. Now this Argentinian stock market, it's tough because It's just way up, but this is not adjusted or this is not in dollar terms. This is in terms of the Argentinian peso. So how much of this is just inflation at the beginning, or let's say of November, 2022, their market or their index was right around 150,000. And today it's 588,000. So that is a four or five X (laughs) increase just over the last year, but you've got to adjust for inflation. And when you adjust for inflation, I don't know that uh, it would even be up in real terms. So maybe a more accurate way to look at this would be the, an Argentinian ETF, in this case, the ticker is ARGT, so I don't know what goes into this. But just today, let me refresh here. You can see it just has gone parabolic. And this would be in dollar terms, just to be clear. So let's go to a one-month. Yeah, you can see as of the close Friday, right around 41, $42, and we're up near $47. So just today, it's up almost 12%. So let's zoom out a bit and see what's been happening over the past five years. And you can see with this index, and I'm using this as a proxy for the overall market. And I know that's kind of a a blunt instrument here. And we should be getting into more specifics, which we will throughout the rest of this week when I have the actual experts on to talk about this. But uh, just broad strokes, we can see that it's, uh, it's almost doubled. Since December of 2018, this specific ETF, which is denominated in dollars. But I think what we can use as a broad proxy is the market's enthusiasm for Melee being elected. Again, just this ETF up 12% today. So I think the question is now the time to invest in Argentina is quite complex And I would never give investment advice on this channel. And quite frankly, I've got to be honest and say, I don't know. I really don't know if now is the time to invest in Argentina because there are so many variables and I don't have that level of expertise. But what I can promise you is that I'm going to get people on this channel that have that level of expertise to where you can take that information and make the best decisions possible. Uh, What I would say is that it's not gonna be easy. This isn't a silver bullet, this is not a panacea. And my base case prior to speaking to the experts and bringing them on this channel for you guys is that you're probably gonna go down before you go up. You're probably gonna have to take one step back uh, to take two steps forward. And I think we should compartmentalize what we hope will happen with what is realistically going to happen as far as the policies that this gentleman is going to try to implement. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Actually, you know what, before I get into that, I did have a conversation recently with Chris on Argentina, and one of the things that he told me, just FYI, is for him the retail invest, and this was prior to him winning, he said that he thinks it would be prudent for, let's just say his own portfolio, because again, this isn't investment advice. I want to be very clear, but for his own portfolio, for just the, the average Joe, the noob out there for maybe me or Josh, that you put a small portion of the speculative part of your portfolio in this, just to have some exposure, because even though, It may not be 100% that he can implement these policies. The risk-reward might make a lot of sense. I, I just remembered that conversation that I had with Chris. But again, I'm going to try to get him on so we can have that direct conversation live in front of all you guys, and you can benefit from that. All right, then on that note, guys, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.